Welcome to episode 4 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Graham, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically, if you are offended by words, you should shove a bunch of murder hornets up your asshole and complain about that instead, you kuwok sucker. <laughs> now let's welcome your hosts, some of the best people I've ever known. Lindsay Hobbs and Dennis McMahon. Bitch. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Murder Hello. hornets. Hello. Murder hornets, are we right? They're right outside my window. <laughs> the hornet call is coming from inside the house. I feel like this is Africanized bees all over again. A little less racist. So if you give them more, you know, just a, a, a adjective for a name instead of a, you know, where they're from. I think we're all learning our lesson in calling things, you know, after uh, ethnically <laughs> like, <laughs> describing them. <laughs> they, they, except they do have to mention that they come from Asia. You know, that has to be mentioned in every article. Well, because if they didn't say that, we'd be like, yeah, like Africanized, you know, bees. We, we remember this one. So they're like, nah, nah, these are Asian murder bees. Remember what they, like, they brought over the coronavirus last time. So now they give us like murder kind of, bees. To me, it symbolizes like some kind of like samurai action. Like Africanized, they're coming right at you. They're loud. They're, they're going to be attacking your front door. But like Asian murder hornets, they're going to like sneak into your bedroom at night and hit you with like a smoke bomb and like a throwing star. Like it's it's a whole nother level of, of, of fucking hornetry that's going on. They're pretty mean looking, Ben. They're pretty mean looking. I don't know why I'm just not I worried. I, I knew you would have known them. I, I just found out about them about twenty minutes ago, so <laughs> I should have known that you would have already had like yeah, you know I've got like uh, fourteen hour documentary <laughs> produced and like you'd know every you know the scientific name for them and like what um, what their favorite color is. And, <laughs> Who was their favorite Backstreet Boy? I never uh, pictured them doing like karate or uh, any kind of like <laughs> martial arts, though. So now that's kind of fun to think about. Yeah, murder hornets. Murder It'd be hornets. different if they're like Africanized killing bees, you know, like killer bees. <laughs> but murder hornets—that's like premeditated. <laughs> yeah, they, that's not even like a fit of passion, you know. Like they're fucking plotting our demise as we speak. <laughs> Murder hornets? Like, when did we just start describing bugs that way? Somebody, like, in quarantine too long named these. <laughs> they're like, I don't yeah. fucking murder hornets. I think they're learning, like, the new rules of social media. You have to put something, like, flashy in the title. Otherwise, it's just moving on, you know? Yeah. So if it was, like, the, the worst thing is, too, like, when I first read murder hornets, I'm like, well, they're out to kill me. Yeah. But no, they just kill other bees. Yeah, no, so that's like, oh, okay, it's gonna, well, in, in that way, though, kill you. You know, if all the bees die, you're you're that, probably going to die. In an existential <laughs> sense, yes. If all the honeybees are dead and we can't pollinate unless and we, reproduce the food supply, yes, but. Unless we get those I'm robot talking, bees worked on, you know. Yeah, I'm talking about in the in the immediate sense of a murder hornet, especially in this time when I'm already being attacked by viruses <laughs> and governmental programs and patriots at the front steps, you know, uh, 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 rioting against the oppressive government saying they can't go to Menards and buy seeds to plant in their garden. And their roots are showing, Laura, or Lindsay, their roots are showing. They can't even go to the hair salon to get their hair done. This is a travesty. Oh, God. It's not what the forefathers wanted. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, oh God, my hair. <laughs> give this shit. Why can't anybody just give up like we're supposed to? Like, I, I feel like I'm properly giving up. You know, right? Isn't that wasn't like, that the plan? I just like, the, hey, I thought that's the deal, man. I've been waiting to give up since I was like sixteen. <laughs> I thought that was the deal, yeah. man. Like, I I've earned my not giving a fuck about what I look like. Like, I've earned that. They told us back in the sixties, tune out. You know, give up. <laughs> like, like, don't bother. I'm with you. I'm like, let's go back into our little huddle and watch Netflix and be fine with it. Who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? You know, joggers. No makeup. I, I know you've stopped wearing makeup. Yeah, definitely. I only put a little blush on my balls because they get a little, you know. <laughs> they need a little rosacea. color. They, yeah, they yeah. Need they need a little, little color. They need, to, they need to pop in the sun. <laughs> they need to really offset my thunder thighs, you know, <laughs> with a little rouge. Yeah, you can really... You could really take away the the person's like uh, dist or what is it line of sight if you put a yeah. little if you put a little blue it's contouring on. you know it get, makes it look like it's got some actual definition to it's it the, same so thing I do with my big blob nose. of fucking uh, like I like I uh, stepped in gum you know gross balls are so gross balls are so gross <laughs> they are they are. And like no discernible purpose, right? Well, I, I should say like, like the testicle sack, the, the ball sack is probably the, the scrotum. The scrotum yeah, is the, the sack, the ball, the, 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 the container, container, you know, not <laughs> yeah. necessarily the testes. We don't get a good look at those too often, but the yeah. actual just scrote sack as it is. Not a good thing. And I haven't measured. I should start drawing lines on my thigh, <laughs> you, you know, like you tattoos. do when you're a child to see like you should get tattoos how, every how tall year. you've gotten. <laughs> I can't tell if they're really, but they are, they do sag. They, that is like one of the things to go as, as you get older. It's not just that you lose elasticity, but you also like, it grows. It's weird, like earlobes, nose, ball sack. Those are the things that continue to grow when you get older. You know, I and once, I, I once I, saw I an old man's ball sack and the rumors are true, man. They go like down. It's to, true. They go like down to their knees, man. It's gross. Yeah. Is there like, like a, a ball lift, like the equivalent of like a like a boob lift, you know? Is there a testicle lift that men can have done? Scrotoplasty? Scr You're damn right. I've already been looking into loans for it. <laughs> Trump under the stimulus plan. You, a small business loan. I can get that for a scrotoplasty. <laughs> Me and the owner of uh, <laughs> Ruth's Christ House. Ruth, <laughs> Ruth's, Ruth's Chris. Chris. Steakhouse. <laughs> have you ever been to that place? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's terrible. Because <laughs> they charge like actually, a, they charge like a hundred dollars a steak, don't they? Like it's something crazy. One of the one of the last meals I ever ate, like as a meat eater, was at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, and my cousin invited my father, me, my mother, our entire family, and he wanted to show off. He had gotten this big job. And he was like big balling with the money. He kept talking. He kept just talking about how much money he was making and he was going to treat us for once. And we were like, okay, cool. <laughs> so we go and we don't, we're not obnoxious. We're never the type that are like, oh, it's on them. Load it up. Even when I go for company functions, right? Yeah, you yeah. never want to be the one that's like, oh, the company's paying for it. All right. Give me six shots and two meals. And no, no, no. Order as if. You were paying for it. So yeah, I, if I am paying done. for it, I'm going to get a drink. I'm going to get cream spinach, you know, like get the things that you would normally get. Well, I brought along my friend and he was vegan, but
But he was like, it's cool. I'll get like a baked potato. I'm just going to hang out with the family and everything. So it's the kind of place that you buy the steak. You pay like $100, depending on the cut of steak and how big you want. And then you buy like all the shit extra, the potatoes, the cream spinach, the uh, salads, all this other stuff, right? The check comes and my cousin's looking over it. And we're not paying attention because he was big balling. You know, he was the one that was like, it's my time to, to, to shine. I'm going to take you guys out. I'm going to show off. And finally, after like 20 minutes, he takes my dad aside <laughs> and starts to explain to him that he only brought like $200 for oh like a my. table of eight people. Oh, my God. Thinking he oh was gonna, yeah, thinking he was going to be like a big baller. But this is Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. And then he blamed my friend. He's like, well, Dennis brought his friend. So do you guys think you could maybe pay for half of it? <laughs> he, like, he, he, he literally ordered a baked potato. You know? like, but that put my cousin over the edge where he could no longer oh afford my God. it. So, and, and How much was that baked when potato? I was, Probably like 10 bucks. Well, yeah, it was $8. That's $8. Ridiculous, like, man. You could get like on. seven sacks of potatoes for $8. <laughs> that's true shit in idaho right now they're giving them away because they can't even sell them because they have got this dearth of potatoes right because so you can just go to idaho with a pickup truck and bring back as many potatoes as you could carry i don't even know if i need that many potatoes i have been eating a lot of potatoes because they are kind of a uh very universal like like staple like right you can make them french and, fried and you can make them scalloped you can make them <laughs> potatoes and gumbo <laughs> potato soup potato <laughs> salad but they're fucking great and yeah. there's like a million different kinds of potatoes i like getting into like the artisanal you know you get like ooh, a beauregard sweet potato you know like all these <laughs> yeah. different varietals yeah all the genetically like and engineered like, potatoes or her heritage you're getting into like the uh uh, what do they call it when like it's like the original seeds, like the tomatoes heirloom, heirloom. Like you, just like a tomato, you can do an heirloom uh, potato seed and have it be like from a vintage variety. And I'll tell you, it's got oaky afternotes. You know, it's really, <laughs> oh it really God. does like an entirely different sensory, you know, uh, experience than just your normal, you know, russet that you get at the store. Interesting. Yeah, and all the like starch contents and water contents and all the different things that go into like how you prepare it really makes a difference. You can't French fry like a golden Yukon. Like I, the starch and water content that. is off. Yeah, no, it's off. So it like burns before it crisps. So you're not going to get that same like crispy exterior or creamy interior that you would from a russet. Huh. Huh. So yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and this can, has been uh, potato talk. In my this house has been potato talk with Dennis McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the galloping gourmet. <laughs> you know, it's weird because I, I think I I always preferred Outback to any other steakhouse. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been in years, but I'll tell you when I went, they made a fucking great steak, and it was like. It was expensive, but not like Ruth Chris. It was like $23 for a steak. Yeah. But it was so damn good. Plus, no one on earth has ever in the history of earth said no to an awesome blossom. Like, it's in the title. It's awesome. If it wasn't <laughs> awesome, they would get sued for false advertising. I thought that was a Chili's thing. I didn't know everybody did. No, no, awesome no. Blossom. They have the Bloomin' Oh, no, no. They have the awesome blossom. The Outback has the Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin' Onion. But still. Onion. 
Like they invented it, and it's like documented that it was it was invented. No, no, at, no, no, no. This is the schmossum schmossum. <laughs> yeah, it was invented at Outback, and the Chili's just stole it. We're like, yeah, we're gonna do it too, but it's not even as good. Chili's can't do anything good. Yeah, so, like, I used to think they, that they did like these fatita things good, and then I and I went back and had them, and I was like, no, 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 I'm never coming to Chili's again. They put like a weird additive where they like mesmerize you at first. And you're like, all right, this isn't bad. Like if I'm in a pinch it's in Fresno. So fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like it's like traveling. It's across from your hotel food, you know, like. Yes. Fuck. Yeah, I, it's like I just got in. I really don't feel like doing anything else. I don't want the hotel food. So I'll just go over there to Chili's. Yeah. Know? Yeah. When you're in like golden fucking Colorado, you know, just some weird town in the middle of nowhere. You're like. All right, they got a Chili's, I guess. You know, I'll, I could get a an awesome blossom and a you know uh, a, 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 a eighteen dollar uh, margarita. Yeah, yeah, a, a jalapeno margi, you know, on ice. <laughs> you and know, it's, it's been watered down. It's weird because I think, um, I think like being home and like having this time to reflect, like really, like makes you think about like what you want to do next. And I'm kind of like contemplating with this idea of like trying out like official vegan. I don't know. Yeah. It seems really hard. Have you, have you ever done it before? A tiny bit, but not, not nothing serious, you know, nothing serious. Is I mean, there anything that would be holding you back? Like besides like, what do you eat now that isn't vegan? Like some, that would some cheese sometimes. And that's about it. And maybe. Some yeah. Eggs. So if it's not even like a main part of your state, like diet, then yeah. it really isn't holding you back. Yeah, That's kind of why I feel like maybe I should just do it. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I did it. I did it for three years. And I did notice a huge difference. Yeah. And the only thing I, for the worse, actually, Oh. the only thing I, I changed was I added eggs back in and that made all the difference as far as like just something very small in like energy levels and like, uh, even, uh, like psychologically I hated as a vegan, when you went to a restaurant there's like nothing for yeah, you to get. That's true. And especially like on the weekends, if you go to like, if you want to go to breakfast at, at a you restaurant, could get, you could get there's unbuttered no such thing as toast. vegan breakfast. You could get unbuttered toast. <laughs> and like, and if you go to a vegan restaurant, they do fucking. Oh, not even that because uh, bread's got to- eggs in it. Some tofu scramble, and it's gross. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, it's not the same satiation. Well, well, so I found motivation. just adding the egg. <laughs> but what's that? I said thanks for the motivation. <laughs> well, I want, I, I'm curious, like what, like if you're not like, I was a big egg eater before too. So it made a difference to cut that out and then to bring it back. It just, that little bit just made me all the happier. So I'm curious if you, if you did that to see how, how you would feel with it. Yeah, but know. also I was working out at the time and, and like really dieting and working out and exercising. And I noticed a huge difference. I felt deficient and it's hard to describe what that means other than like, you know, gas tank isn't quite pumping hard enough. You know, right. just I could feel it. And then, like I said, psychologically, I didn't like that you couldn't go anywhere. You just, right. you know, I, you had to go to two restaurants and they were the vegan restaurants. And then again, they, they taste like shit. Like, like <laughs> they don't quite have it down yet. When yeah. you're not eating anything else, you're like, yeah, all right, this is good. But they just haven't quite in Salt Lake. I know there are other, I've been to plenty of vegan restaurants in other cities that are amazing. Yeah, but in Salt Lake, we don't quite have a level of, you know, that I could consider like, okay, I'm I'm fully vegan, I'm good to go. There used to be and that raw, just, there used to be that raw foods diner, and I have no idea where that went. Did that it still exist? It's still around. I like it's that still around, place. but it's like 
Yeah, it's it's $47 for a cracker and some some paste, you know? Yeah, if you're going to do the vegan thing, you really can't even just go out. Like, you have to kind of just, like, sign on for, like, never – or just sitting at the table while people eat, I guess. Yeah, and it's – or if you go to a restaurant, like – with a family, can I get a raw potato, like an unbuttered <laughs> potato, you know, and maybe I'll add some some hot sauce to it. Like you're really not going to get like too much. Yeah. I went to a company party at Fleming's Steakhouse and I hate saying I'm a vegetarian. I hate saying I was a vegan. I never wanted to be a thing. So I just wouldn't say anything. And then you'd get to the restaurant and you'd order and it'd be like, all right, uh, just give me whatever, you know, vegan vegetarian option you have. So, of course, then they're like, what, you're not eating? And I'm like, well, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. I don't like it to be a big deal. Don't, you know, just yeah, leave don't me alone. Don't worry about me. Yeah, just, let me sit in my corner yeah. and sulk. <laughs> yeah. So, like, going to Fleming's Steakhouse, I literally got, like, a side salad, which at those kind of places, they don't have, like, mixed greens. No, and they have, like, it's like fucking iceberg, iceberg. Yeah. lettuce. And they put blue cheese on top of it. That's their version of a <laughs> like, salad. No, uh, you know? We have so some like, lettuce that's been soaked in bacon fat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got like a piece of iceberg and a, and a steamed potato for, for dinner, you know? So it's yeah. like you can't. And then how hardcore do you go? You know, do you consider honey not vegan? Yeah, do you consider, yeah, you know, rennet in beer or uh, Iceling in uh, okay, uh, you taught me out of it. You taught me out of it. God damn it! <laughs> well, to me, it's it more like I know you're talking about like you're at home anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right, but right. if you were living in a world where you were going out, it's such a pain in the ass, in my opinion, to constantly be like thinking about it right. when it really should be the other way. Like you're thinking uh, an elimination diet, you would think would would take away those kind of options. But there is like a huge difference between vegetarian and vegan. It, in my experience, like yeah. there was a huge, like a lot more thought I had to do and put into it versus now where I'm just like, yeah, just no meat. I'm fine. Anything else. Maybe you I'll know? try it this yeah. next two weeks and then report back and tell you about Yeah. 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 And see what happens. Like really take stock of what, you know, what might be you feeling and stuff. But again, if we're at home, I don't know how big of a difference it would be currently what you're eating like okay you eliminate some cheese you're basically just cutting out calories it's not really right you know like gonna do much for you like flavor wise so you're fine on that on that route i don't what are your opinion on eggs do you like eggs are you an egg person like i don't care in the morning do you eat eggs no no i don't really care that's the thing i think i could do it i don't really care about most of that stuff anyway yeah I'm going to try it. Go for it. I'm going to try it. I don't yeah. care what you say. And, I do have. And the amount of smugness that you could have, like, really will, like, fulfill you with. Well, that's like, all I really want to do it for. It sets a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm a vegan. I, I also I have this weird. I the coronavirus because I don't eat animals. I have this weird uh, other desired, like, uh, th- and I don't know if it's, like, my age or something. But, you know, like, how you can, like, sponsor, like, a, a child and, like, write letters to them and send them money. I, I, yeah. Is that like a still a thing you can do? I kind of want to just do that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sally Fields or not Sally Fields. Uh, Sally Yothers, the, yeah. the the sponsor a child thing. Unfortunately, I'll tell you what. Sarah McLaughlin. No one talks about what an evil monster she is. So back when I was growing up, all the get you to cry, get you to like pull the heartstrings, sympathy commercials were like children in Africa, like with flies around their heads, (laughs) bloated bellies. And like these kids have never eaten. Like you see this kid, he's, he's scooping, 
you know, uh, mud into his mouth. And he's like, this is what we call ice cream. <laughs> he's like, oh my God. God, take all my money. <laughs> and then lo and behold, around like 2004, you're l- watching late night television and you just hear, in the arms of the angels. You see the sad dogs. You're like, ah, oh, I love this song. And then this like sad puppy dog eyes start looking at you and you're like, oh, puppies. <laughs> and you're like, can you believe someone beat this dog with a hammer? And you're like, no, what? And Sarah McLaughlin comes on. She's like, yes, like give me your money and I'll make sure no one kills this dog. So, and you're like, oh my God, take all my money. So what you're and trying to say is then, she stole the money from the poor little babies? Uh, do you see any commercials about African children in Ebola, like like Nigeria anymore? No, no. like everything's all like abused puppy dogs. Fucked up. Like, yeah, what happened in this country? We used to care about Maybe we should start a protest of bring back the sad African kid commercials. <laughs> bring it back. Like, come on. How dare Sarah McLaughlin? You know what? The worst is she has all the money, too. Like, yeah, Lilith like why Bear? are we you can't tell me Lilith Bear didn't make like a gazillion dollars. You can't tell me that damn Angel song didn't make like a bazillion in dollars. The arms of the angels. I just owed. I, I owe her a dollar fifty now for singing those like three lines. Like, so she's ruthless. I to to transition into something totally different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have this new feature I want to try out on you today, where okay. um, I want to tell you a fake news story and a real news story, and you get to tell me which one you think is the real one. Okay, da, 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 are you ready? Da, da, da. Let's see if we have yep. a sound effect for this. We have a stinger. Wait. Oh, I gotta turn it up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, that works. That works. Yeah. Dennis, which one of these is real? <laughs> okay, so the first one is for reasons which remain unclear, a man living in Louisiana jammed 15 chicken eggs up his rectum after taking GHB with his partner, and interestingly enough, Three of those. Well, go chicken. no further. This is my cousin Gary, so I already know that this is a real story. Interesting. He tried to get me in on this one last time I visited him in Louisiana. He's like, "Look, man, it's the new thing we're doing. It's called chicken button. We get high on GHB and we try to stick as many eggs, and then I get to count how many eggs are in my rectum, and if the closest one wins." So, and I was like, "Okay, Gary, but what do you win?" He goes, you just win chicken butt. Like you get the, the title for a day. <laughs> Your chicken butt. Like, I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough incentive for me to stick uh, chicken eggs in my rectum. The interesting thing about this story is out of 15 of those chicken eggs, three of them had living chicken fetuses in them that ended up hatching later on. Oh, he's a father now? <laughs> Not in his anus, oh. but after they've extracted them. Okay. Now, this is the other one. Uh, instead of horses at the Kentucky Derby, they will now be replacing them with turtles. Oh. And what has been known as the fastest two minutes in sports is being replaced with something much, much slower. So which one's real? They're all named Mitch McConnell. Well, (laughs) I went to a turtle racing bar in Santa Monica, California, and this was no shit. It's a bar where on Thursday nights... In the back, they have a dirt track, and they literally line up like six turtles. The problem is they have all these rules. 
Like, you can't look at the turtle directly in the eye. I'm not even kidding. There's a list of 12 rules written on the bar. And if you do any of these, you will be kicked out of the bar. You can't look the turtle directly in the eye. You can't, like, scream at it. There's no, like, like Diddy Mao, you know, like, like, like throwing money around. And, like, they get distracted really easily. So you basically have to just stand there very perfectly quiet. And like, like you're saying, tap. it takes a long time for turtles to race. <laughs> so it's not this like quick thing. So when you drive it by and you're like, turtle racing, that sounds like fun. That's something I've never seen in a bar. Next thing you know, you're there for four hours and you haven't seen anything. <laughs> so so which one do you think's real? I think the... I'm going with the uh, eggs in, chicken eggs in the butt in Louisiana. <laughs> No. no, no. I wondered how you knew they were alive. Like that seemed a, an odd detail. How could, how could a man have raw chicken eggs? Like what kind of anus do you have to have to keep like the shell intact? <laughs> oh, Lindsay, I could show you some anuses that would take raw chicken eggs. I don't know if you want to see them or not, but they're um, out there. However, this story was based off something that was kind of similar where a man from the Netherlands jammed 15 hard boiled eggs up his rectum. That's the deep. Uh, see, you're going to get me on the technicality. I knew there was some <laughs> validity to it. I had heard about someone sticking a bunch of chicken eggs in their ass. <laughs> What's you know, GHB? Uh, is that the, Molly? The, is GHB like Molly? Is that what that is? It's the date rate drug. Date rape drug. The, oh, like one that makes you like pass that's out. That's so okay. He took GHB with his partner and then like willingly shoved or was his partner's like, now I'm gonna shove chicken eggs up your ass while he's passed yeah. out. What's the true story here? <laughs> that's uh uh I'm learning after like Tiger King, the like weird exotic animal world, it doesn't just like exist here, it's all over the world. And so they're constantly like catching people in airports and through customs. And that's the kind of shit they're like, we'll shove like rare, like uh, animals or eggs and stuff in their rectum and, and to get them past like customs. You used to think it was just drugs, but now they're shoving all kinds of stuff in their ass. What the hell, man? Yeah. I don't know. Ed. I guess you're like sleepy on ghb and like put some chicken eggs up my asshole i don't know i don't know yeah yeah i'm well, always more the, interested like, in like, how i want to hear like the leading up to this like i'd rather hear the side of the dude who did it and say listen this is my train of thought at the time <laughs> hear me out hear me out because this was a good idea at the time like what if this guy made suck what if like wait why don't we get to hear his arguments you know like this could have been Most a good idea for him yeah, most of the things when you're drunk or high or anything like that, they might lead to like a jackass style stunt, you know, right. shit on that fire, jump into that bush. Put your balls most in that blueberry it, pie. <laughs> yeah, it never really like got to like, hey, shove this in your rectum, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It was mostly like fun. That's true. I think we would have, did, didn't somebody put their finger up their rectum once though? That. That was unasked for, though. Like, it was unsolicited. <laughs> no, know? I think we were chanting, like, finger in your butt, and somebody actually did it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I always just trying to test out the theory of if you chanted something, someone would eventually that, do it. Well, that I was, wasn't actually looking for, you know, completion of the stunt. Of, that like, was all we did that summer. Bill. That's all we did that summer, if you recall, was just chant things until people did <laughs> summer it's been my entire fucking adult life <laughs> actually that was like a year that we did that straight a yeah. year i think yeah, we constant. started out we started out the new year that way 
that's what was that it had to be like uh let's say 2012 right like uh, yeah something like the, that the year of, of of chanting till till somebody did whatever you got them to do. it worked every time too every time uh, ironically that's how trump got elected that's true People just chanted it enough that they were like yeah all right i'm gonna do that we you were know? onto something that, why didn't we should have ran for office man I should have run for office. There's too many. There's way too many uh, uh, rotten photos or or uh, explicit material. Out <laughs> yeah, there apparently that's what me. the people want now. You just like, oh, like I'd be interested to see somebody zone up to like, yeah, I was drunk. What did you expect? That that's, that photo is yeah. going to exist. It's kind of worked. So like Ralph Northam, he's the governor of of Virginia. He had the uh, blackface. He did blackface in high school for a party, Ugh. and. He basically said that, like, yeah, I did that. And then people kept going at it, but then it went away and now nobody cares. So I think there is like a Trump did it. Trump just was like either deny it or don't care. And it'll eventually go away. He understands the I don't like uh, like news cycle better than anybody. Well, he he's like on record as saying, like, never admit to doing anything ever. Never just, admit. Just basically, just keep going. That's why he like why he made a sarcastic comment. About, <laughs> about fucking drinking, drinking bleach which it to me again is like worse like yeah. being sarcastic at a time like this like the president being like i, I felt like being a funny is like yeah. it's like uh, it dude, was a goof. Was i was pulling a goof <laughs> on you guys that's what he said he was i was goofing the report yeah, oh that's cool man let's goof let's goof as a president these times that's awesome yeah thank you during like when you're supposed <laughs> to be giving us that. news and, and like reassuring us that everything's under control and you know what he wasn't us. saying go drink bleach what he was saying was could we could, could we do that? And yes, it's somebody fucking, should look into it. Yes, it's fucking stupid, but he, it's not like he was advocating for people to go do it. And, you know, yeah. it's one of those George Carlin like bits where like if somebody's going to do that, man, maybe it's time, their time. Then the herd. Maybe it's their fucking time. If you're going to smoke know, by a gas. Like you weren't going to last long anyway. Yeah. Like nature was eventually going to get you. Yeah. If it was, if you were so susceptible to, uh, to uh, not using your own thought that you could be swayed by that. Right. It's, it, it was funny that like how that came about. They, the uh, national uh, Institute of health, like doctor was up there and he was talking about, and he had a slideshow. He was talking about surfaces and on it, he said, it doesn't do well in light sunlight. It doesn't do well with household disinfectants. So he was basically saying like, Make sure to like clean your house, wash your hands. It, it 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 gets killed instantly with these things. Yeah. So Trump's dumb like eighty year old mind is <laughs> well, hey, if that works on a tabletop, what if we just like found know. a way to put like bleach inside of us and cleaned <laughs> us out from the inside? Which again is like so fucking stupid, but I would just rather have him come out and be like, Yeah, I don't know what I was saying. Like I was just saying stuff, but I wasn't telling anyone to do it. I was just saying, could we? And I apparently we can't. I found out we can't. Yeah. And to me, yeah. I would take that, man. I'd be like, okay, like you know, I'm I'm You're like, all right. If I'm you on know? record for every dumb thing I said, I'd be in trouble, you know? Like I can yeah, handle but instead he just like, oh, it was a goof, or like yeah. the the real the real bad is like Dr. Burks, who is the female doctor that wears all the scarves, she came out and defended him and she was like, Well, the president has a way of like talking out loud and thinking out loud his thoughts. And so it was mentioned to him right before, and so he was basically just like talking out loud. And I'm like, that that's not good enough for me. Like, no, you're supposed to have like rationalized some like, kind of like, control like plan of action and, right. and like thought behind your, your words and your 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 policies. Not right. like, hey, what do you guys think maybe if I you don't like drag bleach? 
What if I, Is there uh, a way we could get sunlight like on the inside? I'm seeing that it, the sunlight kills it. Is there a way we could put sunlight inside, inside of our bodies? Our bodies. Could we somehow turn ourselves inside out for a minute. <laughs> oh, I. So there was. I miss my, Obama. You, you know. You, I know you. I know what you're gonna say. I miss. Obama. Well, I do. I do that too. But so I was watching some Jimmy Kimmel thing, and I can't remember what sparked this conversation. But it was something that he did, and then we got to talking about it. And it wouldn't it be better if all of a sudden, like, because we're not getting anywhere, like actually questioning Donald Trump or criticizing him or do any of that. Like, what if we just start fucking with him? Like, what <laughs> if we just started like at these press meetings and stuff, just being like. Uh, you know, Donald Trump, how, how, tell us again how you're so awesome and just like, just like <laughs> fuck with them and give him like nothing to like fucking freak out about. Right. Just like they kind of do. So there is a new, there's a new organization called OAN. It's like the, uh, uh, voice of America. It's like a religious right, like newspaper. And it's his favorite one that he calls on all the time because they do that. They go president. Isn't it just insane how the libtards just will not give you credit for constantly winning? <laughs> no, but like, what if? What yeah, if, you're absolutely right. Like, what are the people <laughs> he knows that would never do that? Just start doing that and like, like seriously, like turning the ball by just like fucking with them. Like nothing serious anymore. Who gives yeah. a shit? Nothing we say matters. So let's just like completely fuck with you for the rest of your presidency. Presidency. Yeah, like, I wouldn't hate that. I think it'd be I entertaining. This, I think you treat it like a petulant child, right? Like. When they act out, you don't like give in to the act out. You like go, okay, well, you're a dumb child. So I'm moving on. Yeah. And so a lot of times I, I don't like that. They're like, can you believe he actually said we should all drink bleach? And it's like, well, he can then say, well, I didn't actually say that. And then you're fake news. And you're like, all right, all right. How about we just go, boy, look at this like idiot, you know, yeah. like yeah. this, this feeble old man that has a narcissistic fucking personality disorder right. that can't like put two words together without sounding completely insane. No, we're like, oh my God, yeah, the president actually said we should all start drinking bleach. And you're like, all right, uh, you treat it like a child and let him like throw a fit and then you move on. You're like, okay, can we, is there an adult we can talk to? Like, Hi, come honey, on now. Honey, do you need your, do you need a bottle? <laughs> do you need your baba? And this week he's really freaking out because he hasn't left the White House in like a month. Uh -huh. And he literally, now he's saying that he's all, you know, I've been here this entire time. I haven't left in like six months. And they're like, no, you were golfing last month. Like here's the video of it. No, I wasn't. <laughs> And they actually had to come out with a news story in the New York Post saying that sometimes he's so busy, he skips lunch. Oh, my God. Poor man. <laughs> that poor man. That, dude that doesn't poor man. That, doesn't, that dude doesn't skip shit. I'm pretty sure that, he's, like, on pharmaceuticals, like, a fuck ton of them, too. 100%. So Somebody's they caught like, him this week when he was coming down. And he actually was, there's a video of it. He's droopy-eyed, and he's kind of leaning hangdog forward, and he literally muddles. You know, I love you. I love you all of you guys over there. Oh, my like, God. Because he was having a come down. And there's a producer that was on, uh, what was the show he did? The Apprentice. And he's been telling, like, all these backstories on Twitter. He tells everybody all the time. He goes, look, he's coked out constantly. Of course. He does Adderall. Of course. And, like, that's why when people are like, how can this 77-year-old man have all this energy to, like, constantly be on Twitter to all hours of the night and do campaign rallies? He's got so much vitality for a 77-year-old man. It's like, no, he's on Adderall. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, and just like during the campaign, they caught a picture of. Do you remember that there was like a picture of him like eating a burrito with a knife and fork? It was kind of a, a famous photo because he was like, "I love Mexicans," and he was eating a burrito with a knife and fork. And in the background, in one of his drawers, somebody noticed he was there was all this Sudafed, and then somebody pointed out actually that's European Sudafed, where it still had like the extra element or whatever you know, like that had been outlawed in America because people were making meth with it, uh-huh. and he just had like boxes of it in a drawer in his office. Interesting. So it's like it's pr- yeah, it's pretty clear what's going on. Yeah, I mean, how is he? He doesn't make any sense. How is he not just like fucked up on drugs? Like he reminds me <laughs> of everybody I ever worked with. That was fucked up on drugs when I worked at a warehouse, you know, like, right. And they were constantly like, Hey, we should start a business, man. Well, we're like, <laughs> come up with some idea, man. Like, I don't know. I think I could do it. You know, and there was like, never hey, any I rationale. think we should drink bleach, man. I think it'll kill the virus. <laughs> Is there man. a way that we could do that? Is there a way? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I know it, man. You know, speaking of all this new stuff, do we have some, <laughs> do you want to get into some news? Yeah, let's do it. Let's we do have a new it. feature this week. Oh my God. We do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out later. I'm sure I knew about it at one point. Am I on drugs? <laughs> news coming at you. All the way from the news farm. News. We are now bringing the news from a farm animal. News. News. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Say hello to Henry, the news horse. He's going to be giving us the news this week. It'll probably last one joke and then I'll move on to something else. But it at least gives me the chance to be like, here's the news. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That was the the new bit. That was the joke that you and I had before we started recording. I just like, I have to do that. (laughs) So stupid. All right. On to the seriousness. (laughs) <laughs> this week across the country, after the coronavirus had locked down cities and states and stay-at-home orders, some of them are starting to either ramp up the restrictions and extend them to the at least the end of May, and some are loosening them and basically clearing everybody to return back to their normal lives. One of the places is Salt Lake City, Utah, where we live, where as of March 1st, they've uh, basically you loosened- May 1st? Uh, May 1st, May 1st, loosened the- just basically the stay-at-home order. They've now allowed restaurants and bars to open, but with new guidelines. And so as of 12.01 on May 1st, which was Thursday night, Cheers to You, a local bar, opened up to celebrate this like it was the end of Prohibition. They have marked off certain areas where you can only be six feet away from everybody. You have to wear masks and gloves at all times. You have to uh, take your temperature at the door to get in. And so I'm watching the video of all this and people are removing their mask to take a shot and then putting it back on. And I have to ask, like, is anybody want like, is this what you were hoping for? Like, this is the life that you wanted to return to so badly, like to be able to go to a bar, you have to wear a mask or like in a restaurant, they're now removing tables. So you have to be six feet apart from everybody. And do you want to like get your temperature checked before you go to a restaurant? Like, are these the new normals that we need to, like, feel like we can go out again? Like, what's the point at that part? The whole point of, like, going to a bar is to be social. Right. It's to be with a group of people, maybe meet strangers you don't know. But to, like, try to drink through a surgical mask? I don't know. I don't <laughs> quite see the appeal in it. I would put, like, a little, like, straw through behind. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. I don't lot, know. There's a lot of people. 
that have been modifying the mask by cutting holes in it. You're like, well, I think you're kind of a defeating <laughs> the purpose of the mask here. So. I don't know, man. I don't know. People just want something. I think it's, but I agree. I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of shocked at everybody's like impatience, you know, impatience. And, and that's and, coming from somebody who's really fucking impatient. Like, and it has to, <laughs> I have to work on that like every day and like calm myself down yeah. from things. And, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's weird. Well, I think there are, I think there's twofold to it. One of it would be, say you're a small business owner, like Keith Stubbs, the owner of wise guys here in Salt Lake city, Utah. If you tell him he owns the comedy club and it holds 350 people in it, he had been selling it out every single weekend for the last like nine months. It had become a national treasure on the comedy circuit. So come March 14th, you say you can no longer have groups of 10 or more. So you can't really do a show anymore. So he had had grown this business from the ground up. And now he's being told you can't do anything. You didn't do anything. It wasn't a bad business decision. It wasn't a dip in the economy. It wasn't a downturn in demand for what you were offering. It's a virus. So you can no longer operate your business. But we'll come back to it in a couple months and we'll try again. So I think they feel like, let me get a shot. You know, like I, I, whatever I got to do, I got to try at least. I feel helpless just sitting at home. So now they're opening up. They're going to have 65% reduced capacity. They're taking temperatures at the door. The staff is going to be wearing masks and gloves. They're using disposable menus and disposable utensils and plates. And is, is like, a 35% capacity going to be enough to keep the lights on. Right. Well, I think in their mind, they're saying, well, just let me have a shot. I can't sit at home and like watch all my, like this business I built just crumble to the ground. So I understand that aspect of like, like the business owner wanting to at least give himself a shot at, at trying to keep things going while we're trying to figure it out. Then the second half of, or the more nefarious element that I think is actually going on in a lot of states is like in Georgia, where the Georgia governor just opened up everything. And part of that is the state unemployment fund was being depleted like faster than they they uh, had anticipated. So while it's closed, you could say, hey, all these employees are furloughed. All these uh, uh, businesses are closed so you can get unemployment. But if they're open again, you can't deny, like if they say, hey, you got to come back to work, you can't say, well, I don't feel safe. You have to go back in or you lose your unemployment. So I think there was like a draconian like like uh, motive to reopen the economy besides like, because like I said, at a 35% capacity, who's actually going to be making enough money to keep the lights on, let alone like a functioning business, yet you guys are racing to open these things up. So I'm like, go ahead. I, I was angry at, at first to say, like, how dare you? you? You know, you're putting lives at risk. Now I'm like, let's try it. Like, who cares? Like, it, it's either going to work or it's not. So right. I'm not going out. So, no. you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's, that's what I was telling my family and stuff. I was just like, I don't think it's, it's necessarily going to be maybe much of a thing. Because I feel like the people that are going to go out anyway are people that probably weren't being that safe in the first place and the people that have decided like no i am staying and are not going to go out just because somebody's like it's open like yeah no i'm not open yet i'm not i'm not ready i ain't open yet yeah <laughs> dmac attack incorporated is still closed for business dude 
the cases in Utah, like keep going up over 200 a day. Yeah. You know, like until, until I see like, oh, it's only been 50 today. Like I'm not going to feel comfortable. A hundred percent. It's got to be a very drastic downturn. Yeah. And I get the mentality, to, to, but it's, it's become political. Like right. Utah is a, a Republican run state. Right. Uh, uh, Georgia is a Republican run state. And so Trump said May 1st. And so they opened May 1st. There was no data that suggested we had entered a new phase of containment. No, like you're saying, the numbers keep going up. Yeah. There's no scientific backing behind it. They just said, no, we need to restart it. You have states like Michigan and California that are democratically run. They have decided to continue these stay-at-home orders, and they're now getting rioted or they're getting uh, protested. Like in Michigan this week, the armed militia stormed the Capitol to protest Governor Whitmer's uh, stay-at-home restrictions. And, you know, like when you see the visuals of these guys in militia gear storming the Capitol, and what they're arguing is we want to be able to go to our second vacation home because that's one of the things that they keep screaming about is in her order, you're not allowed to go to your vacation home in the north of the the state. You're supposed to stay at home or you're not supposed to take your boat out on the water. Right. Or there are certain parts of the store that have been closed off because they can't be cleaned successfully. So then the right wing media turns that into we can't buy seeds and that's unconstitutional because a Walmart was like, we can't control all of this store like sanitizing it. So we're blocking some areas off. Right. Like, Just like all the free poor stuff they, they had to like get rid of in the stores and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like any of the, like, like uh, uh, do your own. So right. like in um, Stillwater, Oklahoma, the governor had to rescind the proclamation or is it the governor or the mayor? I think a mayor. She, they had a citywide order that you have to wear a mask if you're going to go to a restaurant. Well, all these restaurants started saying they were being harassed and attacked when they would make people wear masks. So she had to rescind that request saying that it's only a suggestion because you have all these people screaming, it's unconstitutional to make me wear a face mask or like I feel stupid or I can't breathe or they fog up my glasses if I wear a face mask. <laughs> Poor fucking you. <laughs> Poor fucking you. <laughs> but these people are totally fine with um, immigrant children being ripped from their parents' arms. Where was the fucking protesting there? Where Never bat an eye. Let's put them in cages. They're, they're, not, con- they're not cages. They're containment areas. Where children and you are- know what? They're experiencing better lives in that cage than they were in Mexico. Yeah, they at it. least have Dora the Explorer to watch on television in those cages. Yeah. Ugh. It's like these I just upset, I've just upset myself. <laughs> I don't know why I ever bring that subject up because it's just like incredibly upsetting for me. What's what's next? What's our next news story? <laughs> Murder hornets. They have entered the U.S. and they could wait. decimate the honeybee population. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see if we have a, a sound effect. Murder <laughs> hornets. That's the, that's the sound a murder <gasps> hornet makes when it's killing you and your children in your bed. <laughs> The Asian giant hornet, known as the Vespa Mandarinia, has killed 50 people a year in Japan. What the And it's hell? coming to the U.S. The hornets are usually between an inch and a half to two inches long. And they are, uh, what, like, four times the size of your normal, like, backyard wasp. They have, like, shark-like mandibles, too, right? 
They're like giant. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know why I'm not afraid. I feel like they'll keep. They'll they'll, they'll figure this one out, right? Like there's, <laughs> they there's, always there's, figure it there's, out. There's sometimes I'm just like I only have so much like uh, capacity, capacity to worry about shit, man. Like somebody's got this, right? The entomologists have got this. Like, come on. I think so. I like your idea. The the like uh, robot honeybees that yeah. will like like uh, either do the pollination or like spur like i don't know like other honeybees right right like i don't know quite how it would work environmentally but i think it could happen i have i have faith in science to figure that one out you know there's so many honeybees right now like bumblebees i should say having sex outside my my windows like i'm not kidding there's like orgy bumblebee things going on out there man it's crazy hell yeah i've seen it too like we went to uh, on a hike today and it was just like a massive amount of like honeybee and those big bumbler ones. Oh too, yeah. I like those crazy. guys. Yeah. There, there's been males. We must have hives somewhere. Cause there's been males like, like hovering around our windows, just like waiting for the ladies, you know, and they, uh-huh. the ladies must've come out in full force today. Cause it's just like the, the sound is like a helicopter almost too, man. It's crazy. <laughs> They're going nuts out there. Thwop, 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 thwop. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> The sound of honeybee sex. I don't know. Should I be worried about murder hornets? Come it's on. It's in the air. I know. I'm not worried about the hunter. I just saw the murder and I was like, oh no, another thing to be afraid of. <laughs> Do you think that's maybe what it is? Is just like, here's another thing. Because I, again, like. If it bleeds, I don't know. it leads. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like they need some kind of sexy title so that you would know like this is what's happening. and You're going to die hornets. from it. It's a good band name. Yeah, it is. Murder hornets. I'm surprised there, there probably is a murder hornets out there. You think so? Well, there, if there's not, yeah. if there's not today, there will be tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no bands at all right now. They've all like ceased to exist because there's no live music being played. But, you know, eventually it'll all come back. I don't know how to handle that. So we have tickets to go see Flaming Lips in Ogden on June 13th. They, they haven't canceled it. They haven't rescheduled it. They haven't done anything with it. And like the last couple of years when they play up there it's packed to the gills so i don't quite know how they're going to either do it with a social distancing or just let it go and see what happens i don't know what they're thinking is i don't know man this company has invented a body suit that they're saying could be the future of live music it has like a face shield oh my god it's almost like a like a hazmat suit you know that's what i've been telling brandon i decorated it with glowing you know uh glow rods and everything so you could really feel festive at at a festival but (laughs) i mean if i could put a suit on and see my family i would do that so i don't know i guess if you if you're if you're so into dropping the beat you know feeling the music you know yeah all these, all, right all these people are finding suit. out that Molly really isn't fun by yourself in your house. You know, you, <laughs> there, there's no thumping beat behind it. It's really not that great of a drug. So your skin really doesn't yeah. feel like that good. Where is the bailout for our Molly dealers in America? <laughs> yeah, this right. is a travesty. We are letting this small business go by the wayside while we're bailing out cruise liners and hotel owners. You know, come on. What about our Molly dealers? Right. You should get behind that. You should get behind that, Dennis. All right, I'll get way behind it <laughs> and hump it, dry hump it in the air. <laughs> I've never done Molly. I wish I, I wish I, I would have. Uh, that sounds like a fun one from all the reports that I hear. Yeah, that's what I hear too. I never, I never, I think I tried to do it and it didn't work. So 
What are you gonna yeah. do? What are you gonna do? And I think that you do reach an age. Either you're too old or like not old enough to do something, right? Like there's definitely it, like a drug experimentational phase in your life, and it shouldn't be as you get older, probably. You can't unless you're like 80, then it Th- all bets then are off. All, all bets are fucking up, like, man. If you're 40, you shouldn't be like no. doing ayahuasca trying to fucking figure your life out, if right? You like figured shit out by 40, like this, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's too much like like the, I don't know. Like I I freak out when like like just in life, I don't know that I, I could like have a psychedelic experience when I'm having, having a bad trip. No. <laughs> That's where I was. I was like talking with somebody about that. And I was just like, I think like until I'm like way older, like any psychedelic like experience is done for me. Like I did my thing. I, yeah. I learned my lessons. I found you, you used to see demons in your 20s. Imagine what you would see now. You know? <laughs> I, I conquered the demons in my 20s. There was one. <laughs> One demon trip, and I conquered that shit. <laughs> but it made you a better person for it. It too. might have, you know, like I, I haven't been as scared as things since that night. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, nothing could be worse. Nothing than could be worse than the scene in your tent, seeing your own conjured devil <laughs> in your nightmares. And I watch a lot of horror movies too, so you know, yeah. I've got some bad, I've got some bad visions in there. Yeah, but yeah, I, uh, I think. I don't know. I like the idea of microdosing for people with anxiety and depression. Absolutely. You know, but yeah. Or in a clinical, like, yeah, like you, like uh, a controlled dosage. Sure. You could, uh, Where you're not like tripping really, balls. Yeah. 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 You're but not it's just been, like it's been, a burning man taking a fucking handful right. from some, you know, uh, shirtless, uh, dread dreadlocked dude that says, you know, this will make you fucking see Elon Musk's dick, you know? <laughs> Which it has all the answers to the world questions. That's what I imagine goes on at Burning Man. I don't know, though. I've never been. <laughs> I have no desire to either. Anytime there's dust involved, if you, I think I'm out. If you could see one really smart man's dick, what who, what smart man would you choose to see? Oh, interesting. Should we save that for your dad? Like, that sounds like a, a, a richer <laughs> question. But I'll, I'll take a stab at it. I'm not as wise as he is. But, you know, I want to see Obama's dick. You know, because not only not only do you have the president thing, but you have the black thing like there's a lot. And he's super smart. He was a Rhodes Scholar. He was a Harvard Harvard Law Professor. Voice of an angel. He was a senator from Chicago. You know, that's got to have some some dangle to it. You You don't accomplish that much with a small penis in your pants. You just don't. Just except for Trump, except for Trump. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't accomplish anything other than inheriting a fuck ton of money from his dad. So That's that true. doesn't even count. Yeah, Obama, especially like, worked like his way up when dude. it was all all a tax scheme by his dad. Anyway, he was right. giving him money to hide it from the government. He wasn't even doing it to like better his son's life. <laughs> no, of course not. He was doing it to hide it from the government. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what about you? Who would you Who would you want to see? Um, probably Neil Tyson. Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse or Tyson. Neil Tyson? No, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and it doesn't even have See, anything. See, there's a common theme. I picked Obama, <laughs> you picked Neil deGrasse. No, yeah. I just... I don't know. want to point out what, what's the common between those two guys. But. <laughs> only only just because, you know, like he... Because white dick is white dick. And we all know what it looks <laughs> yeah, like. No, no one gives a shit about white dick. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about white dick. I don't care how smart you are. Should we take a bets? white dick is a white dick. Should we it's take bets unimpressive. on who do we think my dad will choose? <laughs> he, i don't know he might go historical i i was thinking he probably might say like an einstein or something like, he might be really like go an back einstein, in time like, yeah or some like war hero or something yeah like general Patton's real fucking hard cock that conquered korea <laughs> you know like, 
This no. shit should be in the history I'm going books. with Hannibal. This you know, from way back in the day, the guy that like crossed the Alps on elephants <laughs> and took out Alexander the Great, you know, like that real fucking Carth- Carthaginian general from the like prehistoric days. Now that's a cock. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the smell, like the second he unsheathed that thing, because this is prehistoric, like riding elephants cock. This is like pre, like, this is pre hand soap. <laughs> Handsome. This is pre fucking water. Like this is riding on the back of elephants through the Alps to conquer Alexander the Great. Cock smell. Nobody's cock smelled good back then. Nobody's. Oh That's how Alexander the Great conquered the world. He used to smear fucking feta cheese on his crotch and just like make, make people smell it, and they immediately would give up. <laughs> I give up. No mas. No mas. And, and he said, I look upon this land, all that I have conquered and realized, yes, my feta dick has done this all. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I just, I just want to see like a history book full of cocks. Now. So like, you why, know, uh, why shouldn't they be portraits? Plaster Caster was a girl in the 60s that she had fucked all the famous rock stars and made plaster molds of them. Right, right. And like everybody made fun of her or thought it was lewd or tawdry. But what a like amazing <laughs> preservation of history. That like, Except I don't really care about like, I don't know, famous people. Like, I, want, I want the historical people, man. You don't want to see Jimi Hendrix dong? Well, now I do. Yeah, it's no, uncircumcised. I, no, I don't know. Spoiler, that I, spoiler alert. It's uncircumcised. <laughs> I don't know that I care as much. I don't know. For me, I don't know why. Maybe it's the intellectual in me, but I find the I find the historical. You're a sapiosexual. <laughs> that's someone that gets off on someone's intellect. Yeah, maybe you have that's no desire it. Maybe. for their carnal. Yeah, like, like for some uh, reason impulses. when I for some reason when I think of like rock stars and all their penises, I just picture like herpes and diseases all over them. <laughs> like I've never in the '60s. Imagine just like all the drip <laughs> right. and like raw gonorrhea. Like they were inventing new STDs. Like there right. was no HPV before the hippie revolution. And I feel like if I like looked at like neil degrasse tyson's penis i might become smarter just by doing so you know like maybe maybe you like absorb something from he does keep like a whiteboard and like chalk like in his crotch like it will teach you like physics pretty crazy it'll teach you teach you how black holes work only if you look on the back side of it hey oh hey oh neil degrasse tyson's asshole wait wait not that one it's this one Wait, have oh. you seen the young? <laughs> have you seen the young version, like the young picture? Of yeah, he's man, like he, looks, out he looks badass. I want to see that DeGrasse Tyson. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. talk about the cosmos. He's my hero, man. He's my hero. Yeah. Like, I want to be the same kind of parent. Is I just want to be like him. Yeah, I like how erudite. I like using that word too, erudite. That's like the way someone carries themselves in an intellectual manner. You know, yeah. I like the way he speaks and like right. if you ask him a question, I like how he gets indignant too. You know, like right. he really has like a like a, how dare you ask me such a dumb question? You know? like, <laughs> if you're like to his level, you earned that. You earned that, and right. that's something that we have lost in this country. It's the like Kruger Dunning syndrome. It's that. You are so dumb yet think you know everything. Like that's the like really prevalent these days. Right. And so someone like him has earned that. 
So he can talk down to you, you know, like, yeah, he, he's, he's smarter than you. So right. like, he's allowed to do that. But then you have so many people that are like, no, like I read, I saw YouTube. I know, I know things. And you're like, yeah, you just don't. And they talk to you in that same, like arrogant fashion. I mean, we have a person in the white house that does that. So. <laughs> yeah. Used to put bleach. Is there some way we can get I, sunlight oh, inside can of we, us? Can we absorb the sunlight into our bodies? Some way is there a way Shining. we can like shove a tube and then like point it? it at the sun and have it drain into my body. <laughs> Speaking of the sky, do you have the any stories about the UFO releases? I don't. I I when I was a younger man, I was very fascinated with the UFO phenomenon. But over the time, it just felt like either you don't know or you can't know, or it felt even more like a psyop like they're almost showing you ufo stuff to keep you distracted right. from what's really going on and it doesn't have to be aliens or anything like that it could just be like yeah aliens and then yet they're like you know spending billions on an airplane that never works because they go to strip clubs and stuff like i i so i i, I never i lost interest really quickly in like the ufo phenomenon it's kind of like god yeah. like I don't think we'll ever have an answer. So what's the point of even thinking about it or debating it? But when I'll tell you when Tom DeLong, you know, the, the, the like bass player for Blink-182 came out with the videos from the, like that he had gotten from the Pentagon for all these UFOs, everyone laughed at him. But like you're, you're alluding to this week that a Pentagon actually released those. Yeah. So could you imagine a year in your life in the United States where the United States government, the Pentagon released official UFO videos and no one batted an eye and we moved on to the next thing without right. even like thinking about it. Well, you know, if you do, and if you listen to people like Neil Tyson and, and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. DeGrasse or just regular Neil? <laughs> no, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You gotta give it to DeGrasse, I man. Know, he I know, I know. Okay, okay, I'll give it to DeGrasse. But if you listen to him or in like, or if you watch any of like the How the Universe Works shows, uh, they talk about like the probability of of you know alien life and then like what it would take to have the intelligence to be able to create a craft that could travel through space and could bend time or bend space itself essentially because no one's reaching us if they're not able to bend space in itself yeah they're not going to be like gas propulsion like the way we're approaching it there has to be some uh it's got to be like quantum quantum bending of light in space it's going to be in the quantum realm somehow yeah like another dimension it it really will be and and so if you really think about that and then i see these videos pop up and i'm like you know is it a ufo sure is it all definition it's a ufo yes we don't know what that is It, it doesn't mean that it can't be explained eventually or it couldn't be explained. Like it, for me, it's just like, it's phenomenon. Like it's, it's something in the universe. Like not, we don't understand everything in the universe, but we kind of have an understanding about how it works and what it would take to travel through space at, at speeds that we could actually, and, and we've been like searching for life and we've been sending out signals. And you would think that if there are these things that are, you know, like checking out our planet, like we would absolutely pick up on those fucking signals. Like there'd be some kind of radio waves or something that we would be picking up on and be like, Oh shit, this is it. You know, like, yeah. And I don't think it'd be something that they try to hide necessarily. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't even fucking know. They held on to this for <laughs> how many years that was stupid. I don't get it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, 
Uh, yeah, that's You don't believe that Eisenhower in the 50s met with a space alien <laughs> and created a pact with them that they would share intelligence and armament and weaponry with us? No. Or you don't believe Bob Lazar that worked at Area 51 in the Nevada desert, that they recovered a crashed alien spacecraft and have been reverse engineering it ever since? With a humanoid looking alien and... <laughs> yeah, which could be a future version of ourselves because it's sexless, it's uh, giant eyes, no mouth, no no nose because everything is reduced to like a base function or you don't believe that maybe those are robots and they're like actually like tools for the higher dimensional demons that are controlling us and sucking <laughs> our blood out for the adrenochrome I want to go or you don't believe that the Anunnaki millions of years ago manipulated ape DNA for us to get gold for them because gold is the only thing that they could put into their atmosphere to restore it no no oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> the only alien I know is Jose that makes my talk. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, I find I find the whole space thing definitely interesting. I don't find it interesting to be like going off of like things that aren't happening. You know, like I feel like watch, there's, there's some geniuses watch a, out like, there. Watch a sci-fi movie from like the '80s, <laughs> and when you see what they their brain only could imagine, what like. Like, like a Star Trek, right? They're using buttons and levers to move a spaceship because back then they had no concept of like a digital display or like a touch screen or anything. Right, right. Everything to them had to be a manual function because that's how you would do things in the world. And that's how we look at it. Like, well, if a spacecraft were to travel, it would need propulsion. Like the what would really it take is something that we can't even – fathom with our like tiny brains that's true that's true and that could be what's happening to, like i'm not against that either because because it's stupid to say that can never happen or i don't it has to be something i understand you're right did you see arrival yeah so they had that concept where right. it's like they're not humanoid like everyone imagines a humanoid they're not like communicating in binary they're not communicating in uh, like a computer language or mathematics, like they co they communicated in symbolism and you know like like right. like complex like 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 uh yeah like all this like things that we can't even imagine compared to what we would think just based on our linear knowledge of how things evolve and so yeah like you're saying there's no way that there's not a millions and millions of life forms in the universe absolutely in the world not there's, absolutely there's no way there's not no there's got to be something else out there there it's it's crazy if there's not. It's just yeah. crazy. Would you believe in God if it was like, yeah, we're the, we're it because there's a God. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was grand design. You'd have to be like, all right, I'll give it to him. Like, if there's only one of us in this entire spacious, you know, billions of light years of planets and everything, and we're the only ones that have evolved this far, then yeah, I guess there's a God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know about that. But... Give it up to the big. Give it up to the big JC. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like, like my mind really like it hurts to think about the vastness. I'm telling you, go watch how the universe works and like get it on your Amazon. the The latest season has some episodes on it that will make your stomach hurt when you when it yeah. when it talks about like what's actually going on with our planet, how fast we're actually moving, how we're actually moving, yeah. what's really happening as we move. We go we go like up and down through like the 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 spirals and whenever we make that journey back up again and, and go through the spiral, like it's, it could be like 
catastrophic to the point where we could be spit out of the fucking galaxy itself. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Man. It's it'll, There's just some episodes that'll blow your fucking mind. And if you're not watching that show, you, you're, you're, at, you're, you're dumb, Dennis. You're dumb. You gotta, yeah. it's pure. You're watching fucking Tiger King, but not Ali. On Warner. this show, is there a fat little man who flies to the Philippines to meet his online fiance? No. Okay, then I don't know if I can take it. Like you were saying, there's only so much capacity I have in my brain. And right now it's filled with 90 day fiance. DLC. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> um. That's how I feel about like when they're talking about like quantum computing mm-hmm. and like the mathematics of everything. Like you kind of un- like you don't understand it on any level, but like the words kind of make sense in the way they put them together. You right, know, like, right. like on a very base level, I'm like, okay, that word made sense that you put it after that word. You know, like that's about as much as I can comprehend in what you're saying. But like, you kind of get an idea of what they're talking about. And the same with like universe, like when they're talking billions, you're like, oh yeah, 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 and you're like, no, no, you don't know. Like billions is a thing. Trillions, no trillions, yeah. trillions. When we come to the universe, no, you need to watch it. You know, that's your that's your assignment is before right. our next show, watch it. And what I'll, what's it called? How the universe works. How the All universe right, works. On Doubt, Amazon. Yeah, and just get the latest season. It's like pretty cheap too, and I'm telling you, man, your mind will be blown. Like you won't be able to stop watching it. It's crazy. All right. I'm into it. I like that. Don't watch the first one, actually, because that one's all about like how a, an asteroid's probably going to kill Oh, us it's and- narrated by Mike, Mike Rowe. So I don't know. He, <laughs> he'll shame me into working harder at my fucking shoveling shit job. So I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's the dirty jobs guy. Yeah, yeah. I, there's yeah. so many scientists and stuff on it, and there's a lot of fun people on it. Um, yeah, you should check it out. Just I start I from... Start, I will. Don't let episode one be the first one you watch because that is just like a terrifying, like scare the shit out of you one. Just watch it from two. <laughs> Stars that kill. I see an a, a episode title. All right, I'm <laughs> I'm in. Tell you, Ed. Universe's deadliest. Yeah, you'll you won't. I, I feel like well, you I should know get they talk. They them, talk though. about like gamma ray burst from the center of the Milky Way, right? Uh huh. And we're like, okay, that doesn't do anything to us, but like, it probably does. It does. Yeah. Know? Well, they'll talk about they, uh, you know, they'll explain to you too how uh, how we're protected from that, and it really does just seem like pure fucking luck, man. <laughs> like everything yeah. that, like the, the if we didn't have Jupiter, we wouldn't be here. If we didn't have yeah. like the specific magnetic field we have, we wouldn't be here. Like it's it's kind of crazy, man. Or they talk. So they've been bringing up that a pandemic is on the horizon forever. It's kind of like in California, the big one will eventually hit. Yeah. Uh, and George Bush, George W dude was like bringing this up. Like he was bringing this up forever ago. And people were just kind of like, eh, it's George. W. Yeah. When, when, when Obama left office, they asked him like what his biggest fear was. And he said a pandemic, like it's been on the horizon and on people's thoughts for a long time. Same could be said for solar flares. Like that has right. been like on people's minds for a very long time, especially the more electronic we get and the more dependent we get on uh, electrical devices, like a solar flare that could knock something like a gr- the grid out forever it is definitely in the realm of possibilities. Same with an asteroid. We just had one that passed very close by this week, which I thought that'll be poetic if after everything we're going through, an asteroid kills us all. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. <laughs> For 2020. <laughs> oh, any other news stories you got there? 
I think we've we've. I think, we've, we I think after I, I screamed about Alexander Grant, <laughs> Alexander the Great rubbing feta on his dick, I think I was good. <laughs> you know, like, I think I accomplished all I ever wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we life. were we were good at that point. I think we we could have ended the show. Right <laughs> we should, we should have ended it as a show. All together. Like, I don't think we ever had to go any further. Like, oh. <laughs> mission statement accomplished. So, yeah, I think we're good. All right, let's see what, whose dick my dad would want to see. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Father, can you hear us? I think so. Dennis? Hello, Papa. Hello, Papa. I can hear Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? So, Hello, sir. So, Father, we actually had a question come up in the show. This is going to take you by surprise. Oh, cool. If you could see the penis of one historical figure or anybody, actually anybody, any, anybody, any, oh, wait, but it has to be smart person, right? That's right. If you had to, if you could see the yeah. penis of any smart <laughs> person in the world that has lived or died, whose penis would you see? What? Just... <laughs> <laughs> if you oh, want me to put it out more, more clean English, yeah. Say if you could see any smart person's dick ever, okay, I got, I got it, I got it. Okay, because this is a guy that impregnated probably. I mean, to this day, like a third of the population in Asia comes from him. It have to be Genghis Khan. We called yes. it. We called it. We said you would pick a historical figure. I, I said yeah, historic. Genghis I thought you would have gone more more of the yeah. European route, but Genghis <laughs> yeah, you know, Khan. Well, I is mean, definitely this guy do what he was doing. You know, he like I said, a third of the population there is from him. You know, it's true. And, so, and if you want to talk about smells, all I got to bring up <laughs> is the word mare's milk, and that's all they drank. So <laughs> mare's milk, oh and you can get the idea of the smell of Genghis Khan's dick. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Thanks. Thanks for that. well, you know, in Iran, they're drinking camel pee, so that's just what oh, I'm hearing. That's upsetting. Hey, I, I could get yeah. you some camel pee at the swap meet this weekend if that's what you're into. You don't have to go to Iran. Hey, they say it cures the coronavirus, so, you know, oh, hey. Oh, my Cam God. Camel pee in sunlight. <laughs> camel pee yeah. in sunlight. I'll there just, you go. I'll just, like, go through the virus. That's like yeah. a that's like a low rent Jimmy Buffett, you know. Like that's like his camel poor cousin. Getting wasted again on camel pee and Miller Lite. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's like boy. some camel piss. That's like Bobby Bloodlines. cousin. How did we get? Yeah. How did we get from Genghis Khan's penis to camel piss? I don't know. I don't know. It was my fault. My fault. I, my brain just uh, worked that way. I feel like that's a pretty natural transition, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, being follically challenged, as Dennis puts it, Dad. Being follically challenged yeah. as you are. If you could have any celebrity's hair, whose celebrity would? What celebrity hair would you choose? Oh, you know that's an easy one, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> He's bald. He does every year. Or Patrick. Or Patrick Stewart. Burp, burp, one of those two. I love their hair. You know, <laughs> I think so, The Rock though would be my choice. So, I, I would pick The Rock. All right. So basically, like a, a tanner head on your head. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'll uh, tell you, I actually do this every time I go get a haircut. 
A couple years yeah. ago, I started. I went and said, "Give me the Aldo Rain." That's Brad Pitt's character from Inglorious Bastards. And oh yeah. To her credit, she cut my hair like his hair, but that doesn't huh. mean I look like Aldo Rain <laughs> from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I look terrible. <laughs> Uh, you <laughs> it's know, like weird shaved side head and like one little patch that flopped off the front into my into my eyes you know it just was awful you know when i when i worked yeah, well. when i did cosmetology i had so many people bringing in pictures of jennifer aniston be like yeah like this and i always wanted to make you know that's not going to make you look like jennifer aniston right <laughs> <laughs> right right you know yeah it's yeah upsetting. but you know the right. only thing I'm missing Let's, is the tattoo, so that's true. Maybe you should get a tattoo. <laughs> Richard, if you you gotta get a tribal tattoo. That's all there is to it. I you should. Like a real yeah. haka, you know, uh New Zealand, you know, full tribal arm sleeve. That would oh, be absolutely. Cool. You should go full that sleeve. That would be cool. I should go full that's sleeve. No that. neck yeah. tattoos. That's that's my only No, I wouldn't get the neck tattoos, no. but yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna the go the post Malone. I'm gonna get always tired tattooed <laughs> yeah, under my eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amazing how many people are getting fa- face tattoos because of them thinking that that will make them famous, and it doesn't. Ugh. And then they're stuck with the face tattoos. I thought we had so. decided that face tattoos were a bad idea after Mike Tyson. I thought like we were all in agreement in the entire world, like this is a bad thing to do. And then, yeah, I don't know. It used to be when you went to the tattoo parlor and said tattoo my face, they would say no, I'm not going to do that. Like it was like <laughs> like a moral thing that they just wouldn't do. Yeah, it's like somebody yeah, not that, anymore. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So, well, Dad, yeah. another question. What happened to Toby McGuire? Um, he just retired because he became a millionaire and he didn't want to be in the public eye anymore. He just wants, he's probably on an island, you know. You think somewhere. he's okay? You think he's okay? Did I think you see okay. the movie Molly's Game? No. Uh, a little bit of it. It was, yeah, it's the about guy a that poker was gambling. Game. This woman, yeah. like, yeah. organized a poker game for famous celebrities. Yeah. And in it, uh, Michael yeah. Sarah plays this like dick celebrity that like wins every time. And apparently that was based off Toby Maguire. Yeah, I so heard the he rumor is really? he, he became like a very, very like professional poker player, like underground and made millions doing that. Huh. And so that's and all he does now. There was the there was like the new rat pack that scored like all the chicks in Hollywood. These like guy it was uh Leonardo DiCaprio, Lucas Haas. Toby Maguire and like couple other guys that you don't know, they were like the yeah. crew that ran through everything. They played poker. Hmm. They sailed on yachts. They were in super Spider-Man. Like they ruled it for a long period of time. So maybe you don't have to do anything after you have that run. Maybe not. Maybe. Like, yeah, like, I know well, there's now, something in common was, with all of them. He was in a movie called Cider House Rules. But was it yeah. like, were there rules to the cider house or was it like a declaration the cider of the house cider house rules? Rule, yeah, I think it was the cider house ruled. <laughs> like he was just talking yeah. about how dope his cider house was. <laughs> well, all I know that they, they all have one thing in common. I don't want to see any of their penises. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, so, yeah, I really don't have the desire the to see web, any of their The penises. web that his, his penis shoots out is pretty impressive. <laughs> Gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he can swing for buildings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I just pictured that. 
It tingled. It tingled when the danger. Thanks was for that. That thought in my mind now. I'll never. I, every time I see Spider-Man, which is quite often on shows and advertisements, that thought will be in my brain. I might have to go see a therapist now. Thank you. Oh, I'm surprised I haven't thought about that earlier. But okay, well, moving on. <laughs> Moving on, Dad. And okay, I guess we're on. This is a good transition. If somebody walks in on you masturbating, what is the first thing you should say? Well, you know, that's never happened to me, so I wouldn't know. Let's see, you know, I, I, but I got a good one. You know, um, I would say, "Hey, I'm trying to cure the coronavirus." Because I saw this on Facebook. There was a girl that drank sperm <laughs> and said she hasn't had the flu for five years. I'm saying, I'm just helping people for the coronavirus. <laughs> they can drink my sperm. <laughs> that's a Whoa. that's a novel. That is a I That mean, is a novel corona. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And I mean I I swear to God I saw that on Facebook. Girl drinks sperm and has not been sick for three years. So yeah. yeah. There you go. Set, says just her boyfriend. Just helping. <laughs> uh, really, he's just been giving her echinacea without her knowing it. <laughs> well, the thing was, it was a long distance relationship, so he had to he had to put it in a ice cube, freeze it, and ship it Fuck to her. Okay, bro. <laughs> oh it. my god! Yeah. But she hasn't been sick for three years. Yeah, because there's probably like echinacea hey. or like something like. What would you rather drink, sperm or Clorox? Okay. Well. They taste about the same. <laughs> Who's sperm? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson? Because put that in all my ice cubes, please. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'll be pointing out constellations and shit. <laughs> there you go. Physics in the cosmos. Uh, my daughter, weights. my daughter will grow up knowing the mysteries of the universe. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what would happen? to a person that toilet papered someone's house right now. Is that a major social flex move? If you toilet paper someone's house right now. I think right now it'd be like throwing money away. Be like throwing, th throwing gold you know, bars. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> I guess toilet paper's kind of back again. But Is man, for a while there, people were like, please toilet paper my house. Yeah. Would you use that toilet paper if someone toilet papered your house and you ran out? I guess you well, could. Well, not now, but two weeks ago I would have. I was using my <laughs> bare hand. <laughs> so, yeah, I would yeah, use that toilet know? paper, Lindsay. <laughs> Did you run just, out of toilet just paper? Just like yeah, they do in the Middle East. They use rocks. So, yeah. yeah. Rocks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do, rocks actually. and women's rights. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Rocks and women's tears. <laughs> soaked. <laughs> there you go. Rags soaked in women's tears. <laughs> I'll tell you, we yeah. bought a bidet. It just showed up like two weeks ago because it was back. I made the best. And yeah, that's game, game, game changer. Right? Like, forget it. I can't believe yeah. it took I you don't this know long why, to get why one. Americans don't like bidets. Because right? we went to Italy five years ago, and you remember this, Lindsay? That's the first experience I had with a bidet. I was like, I gotta get me we, one of these. We got one like right after. He never left the hotel room. <laughs> No, no, but it's like the best, most like, freshest, like butthole cleansing you could ever fresh. get. Fresh, fresh. I swear, oh, it wakes you up. Feeling. I swear they put. I, I thought they put peppermint in it. Like my <laughs> my my ring, my ring had like a freshness to it. Like it felt like tighter. Like it had been like like it was ten oh. years younger. <laughs> it really yeah. it wakes you up. It makes you feel like alive, right? Alive, yeah, exactly. More alive, and and, and you, you realize what life's about, right? I thought ass, I made a mistake you know? by not getting the warm water one. No, no, I'm glad I got the, the cold water one. You need the spritz. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the cold water it. wakes you up. 
Right. Good for you. Get the circulation going. And it gives that nice butthole tingle afterward, you know? It really does. Yeah. Now, do, do you guys, do you guys open your butthole so the water shoots in? I have a whole oh, like rock. Sometimes you get a little constipation. Oh. Like, yeah. Because Brandon does that. I just, I don't think, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I feel like that's like the wrong thing to do. Okay. So now no, I got Spiderweb and Brandon in my mind now. That's just awesome. Just awesome. <sighs> you Looks do like I, I got to hit the Jaeger tonight. I, I do a party trick. I try to like absorb as much water as possible. And then I bend over and I call my wife in and shoot a fountain. Like I'm the Bellagio. I'm like, Hey, we can't go to Vegas anymore. So how about, uh, I'll give you my own water show. And you know, they have to say the next marriage is stronger. Yeah, okay. Now I really need a therapist. I got three things in my mind. Shit. Oh man. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to end it. Bellagio. Bellagio. Bidet Bellagio. You know, Dennis, Bidet, I have Bidet, Bellagio. Dennis had a theory. That's my, could, that's my, my, my nickname when I become a uh, private eye in fucking Italy. You know, Dennis had a theory. We could make a horror show. We should make a horror show. What? Yeah. But Dennis had this theory. The Bidet attack, <laughs> you know. Uh, Based on a true story. (laughs) Dennis' wife disappeared. What happened? (laughs) The last thing we knew, she walked in the bathroom after Dennis used the bidet. bidet The factory. And then it comes to life and starts killing people. (laughs) That just should be like the trailers. Everybody's talking over each other. (laughs) Um, The bidet murders. (laughs) Dennis had a theory that Americans don't use bidets because it like makes them like uh, seem like homosexuals. Yeah, questions the the, uh, the arousal levels from the pleasure from their anus. Basically, like homophobia. Well, can you imagine Pat Robinson saying, "This is why God has done the viruses because of bidets. People filling that up their ass and they're thinking they're liking it. All these people shooting water up their tushies and making them happy. And it's what God did not want." It is Satan's water. He wanted a dry rub, <laughs> dirty butthole. A dry just, rub. Just like, like Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> there you go. I can't ever go back to a dry rub, you know? Like, I can't ever go no. back to, like, I, I can't imagine a world where I just wiped with just toilet paper. I had at least. Oh, yeah, like to you go to a gas it. station. Right, oh, it's awful. Right. It's, like, you, it's not getting clean. No, it's just wiping. <laughs> Poop off your skin with dried towels. No. Exactly. I'll do, no, the, I'll do the waddle now. Like pants around the ankles, <laughs> waddle over to the faucet and put a little water on the toilet paper. Like, I can't go without now. No, that's a, I've also done the waddle at work where I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm going go. to need, I'm going to need a little water on this toilet paper. I need a little spritz on this one. I, this was Taco Bell. You know, this is not your normal, you know, clean roughage. This wasn't this one of those, not mystery, a sexy out. This was not one of those mystery logs that produced no waste whatsoever. No. Right. <laughs> no, this is murder scene. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, Del Scorcho. <laughs> this is PSI, poop scene investigation. <laughs> now that's a good yeah. that's a good spot to end it, I think. Yeah. I think so. Spot. Yeah. Okay. I don't need any more stuff in my mind right now, okay? <laughs> I have nothing to do. All right, Father, so. as usual, thanks for okay. all your wisdom. You're welcome. Thank you Anytime. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. That was a nice conversation. It was. Nice wholesome.
He fucked up the line we prepared for. But that's all right. You know? <laughs> that's fine. It's a long time. You can see he was that. trying to get there and then just like pulled the shoot. Like he was like, it's like money, you know, pull the shoot. <laughs> I forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I forgot what he was supposed to say, to be honest with you. I was like, I don't know, something about yeah. gold bars. <laughs> That was like an hour and 20 minutes ago. It's all right. It's totally a long time ago, man. Yeah. Um, what was your line about that? I can't even remember. He was going to steal it's it. Like, it was like throwing gold bars back in the 20s. No, that, that's a good line. That yeah, that it, was right. it wasn't worth remembering, but he seemed excited about it. So I didn't want to take it from him, you know. Uh, well, you know, a little how the, you know, how the sausage is made, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, you know? we are real here. You get to hear all of it. Next time, we'll let you uh, behind the scenes on a UK gram session. <laughs> See how it's made. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it. Until next time. I'm feeling good about it. I think after listening, <laughs> when we re listen to this, uh, we'll uh, feel good about ourselves. So. <laughs> We got where we needed to get, which was we started one place. You know, we went somewhere in the middle, and we got to the end. There was a so Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, like I, I think we're good. Oh man! All right, play us out. Play us out. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows. I certainly have. Next time I stick a chicken egg up my asshole, I'll think of the good times we had. 